Guys, I have something important to tell you if you're recording, but not if you're not. I'm re- I am recording, I'm recording at this time. All right. Well, then here's the good news. Listen up. Mac have you Weldon. Heard the good news? Mac Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. Do you guys know Mac Weldon? <laughs> I know it because I'm wearing it right now. I'm wearing it right now, too. I don't wear anything but Mac Weldon. I Straight mean, up. Like, I have some pants <laughs> and stuff. But <laughs> that if, paints a picture. If it's. If it's going on my body, it's going to be made by Mack Weldon. That's how I feel. Mack Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. You go to that website. You do it on your phone right now. You know you're listening to us on your phone. Just take out that phone, unlock it. You can probably use your thumb. And then uh, just go to the <laughs> MacWeldon.com site, and you're going to say, wow, that is one easy-to-navigate store. You'll probably say it right the first time. All of their products are naturally antimicrobial. <laughs> I'm pro-microbial, or at least I was until I became a Mack Weldon fan. Uh, they want you to be comfortable. Order a pair of boxers, and if you don't like it, they're going to let you keep it. They're going to refund your money, and they're not going to ask any questions other than what is wrong with you. Not only does Mack Weldon's underwear, socks, and T-shirts look good, they perform well, too. They're good for working out, apparently, going to work, going out on dates, everyday life. Go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off using the promo code TTCA. One more time, it's Mac, M-A-C-K, Weldon.com, and get 20% off using TTCA. You'll be glad you did, I promise. Uh, I'm John Moltz, and I'm soaking in it. <laughs> I'm Lex Friedman, and I am soaking in the spirit of John Moltz. I, I'm I'm John Armstrong. I'm I'm soaking in a lot of spirit right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not sure if it's liquid or if it's like a gel. Team spirit. Know. Yeah, could be. Uh, Eighteen and above. And um, either way, this is turning this car around. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we got out of that intro just in time. Really? I, I said team, but yeah, but uh, then I, I heard the word maybe team. I should have said teen. I heard yeah. team. Mm-hmm. Well, you, that's what you that's what you do. Yeah, sure. Oh, right. And I legalized I heard, it. I heard teen too. I, I legalized mm-hmm. yeah. it. So. Yeah. <laughs> We're fine. Barely legalized it. <laughs> well, here we are again. We're all parents. It's true. We've got kids. We are. My kids uh-huh. have a show tonight. Yeah. Oh. Uh, what? Oh, well, so, you know, my kids are performing tonight in a show. That's what I wanted to hear about. Yeah, they're performing. Mm. It's uh, it's Peter Pan. Anya is in the oh. role of Peter Pan. And Sierra wow. is in the role of, like, um, unhappy twin. I appreciate the wow. I don't believe, I haven't seen it yet, that um, I don't believe any one role is really larger than any other role. Right, it's one of the, it's not like the whole show. It's it's a review, and there's going to be like three different groups of kids doing. Hers is doing. The, my daughters are doing three scenes from Peter Pan, and then another group is doing scenes from some other show, and then some other group, and then we can go home. Mm-hmm. But it's not like the whole show, so I think everybody kind of has equal opportunity. Okay. So I mean, uh, she's the title star. She's Peter Pan for Christ's sake. So you Still, know, yeah, right. Come on now, right? right. Uh, did she get enough above you know, the huh? title credit? Oh yeah, it's Anya Friedman is it Peter is. Pan. Mm-hmm. See her and explore. introducing Sierra Friedman. <laughs> Watch her explore and expand the role of Peter Pan in ways you've never never thought possible. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, rich, rich backstory. What I mm. hate about children's uh, recital type shows, besides all the other people's kids, uh, is... <laughs> um, Terrible. How rude of them to be in it, right? <laughs> Lauren is taking the girls to the show at 4 p.m. And the show starts at 7.30 p.m. So they have to be uh, there three and a half hours early. And it's like, come oh, on. Man. What is that man. about? 
What? And because yeah. of her work, she's taking Liam. So Liam's just going to hang out there for three and a half hours before the show starts. Oh, she's going to be in a great mood when the show starts. I can't wait. Oh, That's God. not right. Yeah, Hank Hank did a couple of those plays, and it was just, it was mayhem. It mm. was just like, you get there early, and then, you know, the kids would line up to get their face paint, what you know, like whatever makeup they had to do and get dressed and stuff like that. But mostly, like, it was, they were just running around yelling. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like cranked like, up. Oh, my God. Completely and then, but, you know, by the time the play pet. starts, they're, they're like, they're overstimulated. Mm-hmm. And, uh like it's like trying to get them to sit down to dinner <laughs> after uh after going out trick-or-treating right and the the younger two are going to be exhausted by the time the show is over tonight too so that'll be fun but that's that's our life now but john moltz no that's the wrong one john armstrong you had something to say about the slack if i'm not mistaken i, I did but i just wanted to say that um i've been lucky uh in, in regards to kids stuff i have four you know total children in my life right now and um <laughs> So the oldest is piano recitals, and those are relatively short. You know, we're talking 30 minutes tops. And uh, those are kind of intimate and awesome. But uh, the girlfriend's kids are into uh, plays and whatnot and musicals at school. So those can be a little more involved. Um, but the school does, yeah, like like you're saying, like they do like the everybody plays, you know, Everyone gets a trophy kind of thing. Everyone gets to yeah. sing and dance and whatever. There are lead roles, but not um, not like mega leads. Not like, not, you know, it's not like Haley Joe Osment does a surprise cameo or something. <laughs> I guess he's old now, so it probably wouldn't be him. <laughs> I don't even a, know any kids. Yeah, right. He's I think 48. It's like Jacob yeah, he's, Tremblay or something like that. The kid from I, yeah. Room. Perfect. By the way, have you guys seen that movie? <laughs> oh. Holy. Oh, man. I read Shit. the book first. I read the book knowing nothing about it, you know, when it first came out and loved it. And then I, the movie I found really well done too. moving. Mm. Just mm. man, the soundtrack is awesome. There's songs uh, in it. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> instrumental is what I'm saying. So it's a musical. Um, no, it's <laughs> we're not. in a room. It's not. <laughs> we're we were kidnapped and we're being held against our will. <laughs> This writes itself. My five-year-old's going to hear me having sex with my abductor. <laughs> and then oh, there's dear. a part that's a rap that Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote. It's good. I don't think I want to watch that movie. Uh, it's, it it's intense. It's intense. Yeah. I loved it. Why I would really I do enjoyed that? It. My 12-year-old read the book, which I'm a little freaked out about, frankly. Whoa. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Apparently it's YA fiction, young adult. Is that right? It's not young adult fiction. That is some bullshit. If I've ever heard it. <laughs> Looking now. Well, let's. Uh, we if only we could look this up. Emma Donahue wrote it. She's British. The British never write young adult novels. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> QED. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna hit Amazon Harry. Who? Amazon links never oh, load from the, Google for me. It. It's a really cool feature of my browser. Mm-hmm. It's great. Well, uh, listeners, get excited because the answer is coming Wait, soon. What? It is not young adult, according oh, to Amazon. It's contemporary the, literature and it's fiction. It's awfully hard to look this up. I don't know how you found it so fast. It's a psychological. It wants me. Amazon wants me to buy the the game, the room. <laughs> oh, I did. 
I my think, actual uh, literal literal Google Google search was room Amazon book, and the first result was the one I wanted. I think I my, my mistake book. was putting in uh, putting in the room. Oh, no, nope, it's just room. Not what it's called. It's just called um, room. So let me look at the cover here. Let's see. Oops, hi. Is so, there a Roomba in the room? There's no Roomba. Uh, the technology does not exist at the time. Uh, there's no Roomba. Yeah, I literally no. read this book December oh, when 2010. Is it, when is it set? That's When's like set? one month after it came out or two months after it came out. I'm proud of myself. Yeah. Okay, so it's not YA. Well, she's 12. I mean, what? I read... I no, read, I, like, I, it's fine that she know. read it. Like, my guess is that she would read it and not necessarily... I mean... I mean, I guess she got it, right? She got that the woman was being raped and stuff next to her. She did, and she wouldn't talk about it. She wouldn't say the words, but she was pretty... It took her a while to read it. She had the book for a while, and um, and then I think once the Oscar thing happened and she got up the nerve, she read it. And I I saw the movie and was like, holy shit, Lady's going to read this book. Holy mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but she's 12. I mean, like, when I was 12, I was reading, like, Born Identity and stuff, like... You know, I also, yeah. I'm just going to come out on this That's one. It's a little more. I didn't read, start reading gore till freshman year. So there's that. I wasn't, I didn't jump right to the bondage till freshman year of high school. And then, um, and we had, we talked about gore, right? We did. I think we had an episode where we talked about that. Um, yeah. I think you were like lusting after book covers or something. Yes. Yes. So anyway, okay. but, uh, this book is obviously not, you know, I'm trying to think, I read the outsiders, I think in seventh grade. So, you know, they smoked and stuff. <laughs> they were a gang, you know. They beat wow. up stuff. They beat up people. They started fires and stuff. So, Oh, oh did you say The Outsiders? The did you outsiders. say The Outsiders? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hank's reading that right now, actually. Does he like it? Yeah, he's got he's to work on our, a book report on it. <laughs> and, Ooh. You know, I, my job is to get him to work on the book report on it, which is always a fun time. He doesn't, he's not crazy about it. He doesn't like it. He thinks it's boring. Um, yeah. There's not a lot of spaceships blowing up or anything. When I... Yeah, <laughs> there's no explosions or anti-gravity rays. Um, yeah. When I read it, in my hometown, there was a culture of what they called dragging Maine, which you would get in your car and drive around up and down Main Street. Oh, basically. yes. Dragging. Sure. Got it. Yep. All day and right. all, all night, and big cars low to the ground. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And um, so that... Blasting the Beach Boys, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. <laughs> when I was there, it would have been more like, probably more like the cars in excess, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and prior to that, even like like Sticks or Boston or Journey, like that honest Kansas, you know, those kind of. Yeah, events. that sounds a little more. Right. Yeah. A lot of more carrying on the wayward son. So um, anyway, so I identify with that in the book. But this room situation is hey way above any outsiders as far as i'm concerned i mean yeah that's insane and like and of course to, no. re- really the room room the book is not mostly about a woman being raped no the movie's not in either. her son's presence it's the right not it's really about you know people who are trapped They're- and then less so <laughs> Um, spoiler alert they show in the trailer that the kid is yeah. trying to escape so it's like not really a spoiler true and actually but, uh, yeah okay but yeah, in the sorry. in the movie there's a scene of high drama and the music is just perfect i mean it's 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 um 
there's a band called Explosions in the Sky who do these like operatic instrumentals that are like rock rock instrumentally kind of they're like math rock but also they build like a like a kind of a classic queen song so it's like like super tense and crazy and it's like and the guitar is you know awesome and in the this, movie this entire moment whatever you're talking about is why podcasting was invented i'm sorry to interrupt. keep going exactly spoken word yeah mm-hmm. this is incredible Mm-hmm. It, I mean, Keep it's making amazing sounds. music, and I'm going to find the track actually. As you, you know, when we change the subject, and I'll jump back in at the end with the track that I'm talking oh, okay. about because it's okay, so good. But Slack, hi. So in hi, Slack. Slack. There was a thread <laughs> in our Slack and the turning this car around Slack about bossy, the word bossy, and how it seems to be used more for girls than boys. And I wanted to get you guys. Oh to take yeah, on it. yeah. Huh. It's it's true. It's I saw that thread i saw the article and it's it's crappy it's just, i, I it's say crappy. it i say it to hank though don't be so um, bossy the, don't be like mr bossy pants mm-hmm. oh well mr bossy pants that's is usually a thing right my girls can't be mr you bossy think? pants they're ms bossy pants <laughs> okay that's true there are gender roles <laughs> come on now um okay but i don't know no i yeah I, I mean, I, and i think yeah. i don't know maybe i've used it just as bossy as well uh, but it does sound like, I mean, it does certainly sound like one of those words that probably is used more with girls. I mean, I obviously don't have a basis of comparison for that. I never tell my kids that they're being bossy. Maybe because they're not, but usually I just say that I think they're being a bully. <laughs> that's that's true regardless. Like, if they're doing, if they're exhibiting Tyrant. bossy behavior. Right, yeah. I'm saying you're being Hitler-esque, and they're like, whoa, Godwin. And Positively like, Hitler-esque mm, mm, today. Yeah, I'm fascist. not saying you are Hitler, right? Just to be to be clear, I'm not saying you are literally Hitler. I'm just saying that you're Hitler-esque. No, we have a scale. <laughs> There's we we never use bossy, but we have bully, and then above that is Hitler, and then right above that is Trump. That's those are that's the scale. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say Trump ta- Trump tastic, yeah, <laughs> super Trump. Political Trump-tastic. humor here on turning this car around, everybody. So it's the season. This is our first presidential, you know, run. During our show, yeah. this is the first time we've had to do it. Oh, I guess it. it's true. Will That's we right. be making yeah. an endorsement on this show? <laughs> I think it's pretty clear. I don't think we have to speak. I out think loud. it's pretty obvious that you know. Is it more? Is is an anti endorsement an endorsement? <laughs> yes, I guess because it's a two party system. It kind of is, right? Mm, yeah. Sort of, yeah. I mean, there could still be some holdouts, but so the song yeah, you can stay I'm, home. You know, see. just just don't vote for him. Right. <laughs> vote for the one who's never been a father. It's hard advice. You've seen how crappy fathers can be on this show. Yeah, really. <laughs> Pretty clear. If that, if this, yeah, there's one thing we want you to take away from this show. Well, there is that thing no that more Trump said, like in politics. Like, I'll give her kids. I just don't have to take care of them, right? That was the quote from Trump. That's right. That's him. Yes. So, father of the year, right there. Yeah. I, not exactly. I, not much uh, of a father, really. Also read some great quotes from him yesterday that were new to me that was talking about how did he hire his team's doctor, who's actually uh, a, a chiropractor. And he's like, yeah. well, did you look at her? Once I yeah, saw her, I didn't need to know her qualifications. She's hot, basically. That's and right. he's like, you know, if she'd gone to years and years of medical school, like if she was a medical doctor, then I wouldn't want to see her. So like the fact that she's still young and hot, that was like, you're hired. <laughs> Oh my he's god. He's a real human who's the front runner. Oh my god. Like he's putting so, he's trying to single handedly destroy feminism basically. 
But if I may just mention and one politics thing. politics at the same time. I hmm. love Hispanics. Love them. Just love them. Oh, my oh, God. Get that. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I have to say, the Clinton campaign responded pretty awesome on Twitter with that. <laughs> I didn't like, see what she said. Uh, Trump, wait, yesterday. <laughs> ship all Mexicans out. Deport them all. 52 minutes ago. I love Hispanics. <laughs> yeah, I think the new, the new code words are legals, right? That's the new derogatory racist. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, listen, if there's let's let's cleanse the palate for a minute, right? Okay. We're going to get the Trump out of our system. We're going to bring the panties in. Here's how we're going to do it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Perfect. When was the last time, John and John, that you surprised your lady with something really different, something that will make her as happy as flowers, but it's frankly considerably more exciting for you and her try enclosed enclosed is like a flower of the month but instead your lady is surprised with luxury panties yeah i said panties it's not a word that i throw around that easily but i do it for them these aren't just your usual cotton numbers enclosed is sending super high-end panties delivered in awesome packaging surrounded by rose petals our wives loved enclosed. I gave Lauren the package, had it on the bed. She opened it up. There's flower petals everywhere. The next day, my kids are like, hey, where'd those flower petals come from? Oh, I got mommy a present. I didn't get into what the present was because my kids don't have to know that I'm giving their mom panties as far as I'm concerned. But speaking <laughs> of They don't butts, need to know what you're giving mom. Panties cover them. But our wives loved it. You can pick how many months of the sexy panties your, your woman in your life gets. And enclosed customizes your gift, even giving you 100% size guarantee so you can't mess up. You go to the website and you're like, geez, I don't know what size my wife needs. That's how you talk, by the way. And they're like, it's fine. We're going to help you. And they do help you. It's incredible. So the next time you're looking to romance or you need an anniversary gift or a date night gift, you're like, hey, I missed Mother's Day. I know what to do. It's underwear. Go to enclosedlingerie.com slash car. Again, it's enclosedlingerie.com. Dot com slash car. Enter the code car at checkout to get $25 off a multi-month order. It's a lot of money off. One last time, enclosed with a D at the end, lingerie.com slash car. Our thanks to enclosed for hooking us up. I will tell you that the underwear they sent Lauren was like, it looks sort of like gold-plated awesomeness. She's a big fan. I'm a big fan. Everybody here mm-hmm. likes it. Well, the kids mm-hmm. haven't seen it, but still, it's, it's good. We like enclosed. Mm-hmm. You should check them out. Enclosedlingerie.com slash car. I imagine your house, you just everybody's just walking around in their underwear. Right? That's pretty much it. Yeah, actually, yeah. that's actually an interesting topic. Are you still naked in front of the kids? No, no. Well, oh him, yes, I'm sometimes, but not hardly ever. I mean, it never just doesn't happen. And, and, and he's, you know, he's now at the point where usually, like, when he's taking a bath or a shower, he just does it himself. Like, right, literally. and he's like, but if you were to walk in on him, he'd be like, Dad! or would he not even notice? No, he doesn't know. He doesn't. He doesn't mind. Um, but. Um, well, he's starting to. Yeah. He's starting to mind. Yeah. Anya, right now, if I come in, her first instinct is to cover. And then, like, and I, you can watch it happen. And then she's like, oh, it's just, it, it's him. He's my dad. It's fine. And then she stops. But her first instinct is always to cover. Not if her siblings walk in, not if her mom walks in. But when I come in, she'll, like, quick pull the shirt down if she's getting ready to change into her pajamas or something. And then she's like, oh, whatever. It's just dad. And then she keeps going. It's, so she's, she's getting pretty close. <laughs> Who is this strange man? Right. Oh, it's oh intruder. Oh no, it's fine. It's that guy. Um, <laughs> but no, we're Mike. Everybody just comes into my bathroom in the morning while I'm getting ready. So all three kids are just there, and like I am playing the role of dad, who's totally cool with the fact that they're all seeing me naked, even though as the mm. girls are getting older, I'm not as cool with it. But if as long as they're cool with it, I'm not going to make. I'm not. Gonna, hey, get out! My ween is hanging. Out. <laughs> 
can't can't be that dad. So I'm not that dad. So you used the word wing. Mac Weldon's on saying. I I this was the first time I think I've ever said it. <laughs> I wasn't going to say dick. You in heard the it here of first. Talking to my children, and you heard it here first. PTCA listeners. <laughs> We're endor- we're endorsing the word we for president. <laughs> <laughs> ah, funny band, good band, Ween. Um, I I don't. I'm I'm clothed. Um, it was really hot last summer, and so I would wake up and like go and start coffee or whatever in underpants. But when my girls were staying with us, they were Lita was like, ugh. So I I would put on pajama bottoms or or athletic shorts or just pants or whatever but yeah no i'm not naked i mean if my girls see me it's less of a thing but i i we really haven't been in a situation where they would like and my girlfriend's girls never no we don't have that and yeah yeah because everyone's getting older and it's, it's starting to get like time for boundaries you know i don't know yeah what about the ups guy uh, ups guy i'm full i'm topless uh <laughs> but i wear socks um, uh, I always just open the door. I'm like, "Thanks for the package." I seem to have forgotten my pants. <laughs> mm. Seem to have misplaced. Hope these are new pants. Oh, rip open box. Oops, <laughs> not, not pants. Hey, it's new Mac Weldon's. Let me try them on but, right in mm. front of you before you go. That's By the way, back. I'm a podcaster, so I get lots of things for free. <laughs> <laughs> just in case you were like, wondering. <laughs> you know, the panties in this box are filled with rice with rice petals with rose petals. <laughs> Let me show you, and then try them on. Mm. Uh, hey, everybody on our show today, in the advertising sense, uh, sells Jersey. underwear. How about that? That's fantastic. Yeah. We're pro underwear. So it's, what's yeah, wrong with no, that? I think it, Nothing. In, yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, I'm still naked in front of the kids. Now, John, is it different for you, Armstrong, because, um, you know, two of the kids are your girlfriend's kids? Like, yes. is that, do you have to yeah. be, are, it's less yeah. likely for you to see them undressed or them to see you undressed, I would imagine. Uh, I, I'm trying to think, There's been, there was one day we were in a huge rush to get out, and I was showering, and I got out of the shower, I had a towel on, and I was, you know, and then I went to the bedroom and towel, like, finished toweling off and put on underwear, and I turned around, and, you know, there's one of the kids, like, uh, <laughs> so, nice but. yeah, they just, they, like, I'm like, oops, hey. I tried to not say anything. That was it. Done. Right. Like, we're done. Oh, hey, um, I didn't know you were there. Yeah. Oh, hi. Can I help you? <laughs> Take a Would picture you like of fries? Last uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. oh, Sorry for scarring you. But did mm-hmm. anything happen? Was there any, uh, nope. any no, outcome? No. no. They're, they're funny because they're... Um, we went on a family trip a couple years ago, like uh, summer 2014. God, it's been that long. Holy shit. And um, we went to this uh, kind of Hamptons adjacent out on Long Island house. And there was a pool. And um, my girlfriend's mom is, she's got some hippie tendencies, I think. And so she was sort of like, you know, if you want to take off your swimsuits, girls, that's fine. But my girls definitely were not that, No. And so there was no nudity there. We were, everyone was clothed. But I think that's for her. She's like, you know, celebrate your body and, you know, whatever. So I, I think there's a, uh, it's it's not about like nudism or whatever. It's just like accept your body and love your body kind of a thing. 
I didn't, right. haven't had that conversation with her actually about that, but that was what I got from it. But no one was nude, so we we're fine. Are are either of you naked in front of the families that you're holding hostage? <laughs> <laughs> it depends. Um, <laughs> upon the advice of my attorney, mm-hmm. uh, I have no comment at this time. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, I did notice, you know, the the characters in room they got dressed every day. I don't know why. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Well. You know, she's a good mom. She's trying to keep everybody active. Oh, and that's normaled. Right. That's a good reason. Right? Normalized. Yeah. Trying to normalize it. Like, you just don't turn wild just because you're, you know. The hostage. The hostage take. Yeah. Right. You're in a hostage you gotta, situation. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I guess so. What are you going to do? Good uh, question, man. You listen to this awesome <laughs> song from the Room soundtrack called The Mighty Rio Grande. I've sent it to you guys in iMessage so you can listen at your leisure. It's an 11-minute song. Excuse me. Are we going to listen to the whole minutes. thing right now? We're not going to listen to the whole thing right now. But <laughs> okay. uh, the band is called This Will the Destroy You. So that's an appropriate name. And it's from 2007. And the song is The Mighty hmm. Rio Grande. And it's epic. All right. Awesome. Okay. Take your uh, it may not be your thing, but it was perfect in the movie. What they used of that song in the movie. Kind of like the end of... Uh, 127 hours. There was a song that was used at the end of that movie where very dramatic moment. And it was this awesome song from the band Sigur Rose. And is so that, uh, is that a zombie movie? Not a zombie movie. That is the one with James okay. Franco. What am I thinking of? Thinking of something else. That's the one where he gets trapped in a rock. Oh, okay. He's trapped. Under oh, 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 oh. And he has oh, to cut yeah, his own arm has off. To, has to cut his own arm off. Yeah. There's zo- zombie that. tendencies there. I mean, a zombie ish. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Danny Brains. Boy. Have you seen that movie, Lex? 127 hours? <laughs> no. Uh, because uh, I didn't want to watch him cut off his arm. Mm-hmm. But now that you know that it's James Franco, maybe you would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, if it were Shia <laughs> now that LaBeouf, we know more, Now that we know more about James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> now, right. if, it, if it was LaBeouf, then I'd absolutely do it. Um, <laughs> I'd see that movie. Uh, I'd cut off the arm. But, I really, I forgot it was James Franco, frankly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not a Francophile? No, I, he's, I think he's fine. I think he's fine. And I, I kind of like the way it. he does, he does, um, he, he plays himself in a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, I think that, that's, that I think apocalyptic, it's apocalyptic movie he did with Seth Rogen, where they're all playing characters of themselves. I like that hmm. one. Yeah. That's, I haven't seen that. I want to see that. <laughs> that's, it's a good airplane movie. Perfect. Uh, it's a little, you know, it's, one of those ridiculous things, but it's it's a, it has some pretty funny moments. Yeah. He was on this thing on Hulu about the Kennedy assassination thing. It was a Stephen King story that somebody did for Hulu. Yeah, yeah. And my uh, girlfriend and I watched well, it. Well, 11, 11, 23, 64, something like that. 63. 63. 63, that's right. It's the date of the JFK assassination for Christ's I sake. know, but I can't remember it. You guys can do this. I read the book. I have not seen the movie, which I guess is my, or the series, which I guess is my thing. Uh, I yeah, I started the series and it was a little seems a little flat. Oh, see, people loved it. I had no I had it great got good. reviews of it. The, it was the, the, really? the first episode was a little eh, but then then the second one it's, it okay. turns it up. All right, well then maybe a lot. I, maybe I need, needed to stick with it longer, which you know is um a mm-hmm. problem with me. Yeah, <laughs> one of many. If we're who's counting? <laughs> to be yeah, honest, for, for really <laughs> as long as we're all, you know. Yeah. expressing things about each other today yeah We're i gotta i gotta watch strong. that at some point but i don't have a hulu subscription mm. i'll figure it out yeah sure 
Uh, yeah, a guy, guy like you, you can take care of that. Right? No, I can get a Hulu subscription. <laughs> well, yeah, that's won't the, they that's just show one. you ads? I mean, won't they just interrupt it with ads? <laughs> no, it's like that's that's their Netflix side. I think where you like you have to pay something. Uh, no, to see. no. Well, you have to pay. You have to pay something to just have a Hulu subscription. Right. That's um, what I'm saying. So you got but I have the ad. I have the ad one, so that you know. Right. So I do get ads. I paid that. the extra three dollars to not get ads. Worth it. Especially for kids. I don't know. That's true. He does not like ads. He does not understand ads. He, mm-hmm. Every time an ad comes up, while what, like, and we went when we went to the beach. We watched some television. Um, there was like a <laughs> which there was is like a Jurassic Park. It was like yeah, right, right. There was a, like a Jurassic Park marathon going on, and so we. Well, it seems like we saw Jurassic Park like every every night. <laughs> um, but like yeah, they cut to commercial break, and he'd just be like like irate, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I had a black and white TV. <laughs> right. <laughs> my kids, uh, despite my work, my kids have been so trained that they don't watch ads and shouldn't pay attention to ads. Like if an ad comes on in an app they're using, they turn the phone <laughs> face down or the iPad face down until the ad goes away. Wow. I cannot observe this ad. Yeah. And we did, did not teach them that. That was their did, own thing. Like they'll, they... they'll tap on ads to earn coins in games. Right. And then they'll turn it face down during the ad. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. That's Hank pretty quickly learned the trick, learned the trick of turning the Wi-Fi off so not to get the video ads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so airplane mode. That works uh-huh. when you listen to podcast too. Uh-huh. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, are your kids aware that um, the house they're living in is funded by advertising? <laughs> You're in the house that ads built, bitches. Right. Uh, they do know. <laughs> Little Hitlers. <laughs> <laughs> So we, there's a song, actually, there is a song called Little Hitler by a band called Everything But yes, Girl. It's a good song. It's in the it's soundtrack to the movie is. Room, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. It's the soundtrack to your butt. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> which my kids have seen. Uh-huh. The, mom uh, in that, the mom in the room, in, in room lovingly refers to the daughter as uh, Little Hitler. <laughs> it's a boy. It's a boy. It looks like a girl, but yes. He can't oh, cut his hair because he lives in a freaking room. I didn't see it. I didn't see the movie. And his name is Jacob Tremblay. <laughs> hey, boys can play girls in movies. It's true. Happens all the time. Uh, speaking of being trapped in a um, a box of emotion, um, <laughs> is it about, is what, about uh, what do you guys? Home? So uh, let's talk. Let's talk about our feelings for a minute, or let's talk about our kids' feelings for a minute. Um, okay. Because the other day, the other day we had a uh, sort of an incident here at the house. Um, hmm. Where somebody, a young gentleman, <laughs> who shall be renamed nameless, um, well, you said young, so we know it's not you. Go ahead. Was <laughs> kind of being yes, exactly. Um, kind of being mm, bit oh, of a shit. jerk. <laughs> yes, <laughs> bit of a jerk, um, and uh, you know, real uh, little Hitler, and uh, <laughs> and. Uh, and this went on for a, for kind of a while, and then you know there were you know things were said on both sides, and um, mm-hmm. privileges were taken away and oh, whatnot. Boy. And then you know finally it came out that the reason he was being so jerky was um, because some other kid at school had like had um, teased him about his shoes, um, and he was very upset about that. And you know, and it took way too long and way too much effort to get to that point where and then at that point you're both realized, so mad at each other you're like and your shoes are well, no. stupid 
<laughs> Little jack boots. He was damn right. <laughs> Goose stepping all over the place. No. <laughs> Littler, that's your new nickname. <laughs> so, uh, so, and I feel like you know, every day I go and pick him up at school and I ask him how school was, and what I get is uh, fine, fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't get anything, and so now I'm trying to be a little more pointed. But, you know, but it, it just seems like it seems wrong for him to get in the car and for me to say, how's your day? And then he says, fine. And then for me to say, did anybody tease you today? Mm-hmm. Well, so actually, this, this is interesting to me. I haven't had this exact experience, but I, I certainly have had the, you know, you ask how was school today and you get good or fine or whatever. And some time ago, I don't I, I would love to source it because it did change my life in one small way. Somewhere I read this advice of don't ask how was school today, but instead ask more specific but still broad questions, examples. Mm-hmm. So what I typically ask is some – and I mean it's, it's scripted in one sense because I'm asking this question because I read that it's a good way to phrase it. But I'll say, you know, hey, what was the time today at school that you were really happy? <laughs> um, or what was the funniest thing that happened at school today? Um, and I can use that on the opposite side too. If somebody's coming home with a problem, I was like, man, it seems like something was upsetting at school. What was the upsetting thing that happened at school today? And phrasing it that way, where it's specifically like where, first of mm-hmm. all, they know that I'm not only asking about negative things, but instead of just saying, Hey, how was your day? But like, what was the funniest thing that happened at school today? They almost always can come up with a story. And usually yeah. I'll ask at the dinner table and now you might not have this advantage because there's the only the one of them. But I, you know, if I ask one and Anya's like, I don't know. Um, then I go to Sierra and she has some story and that of course gets Anya's competitive conversational juices for She's like, Oh, I got one too. I have one too. And it's like, mm-hmm. anyway, cause now we're hearing Sierra's funny story. Um, but that's, <laughs> it really changed things when we started asking those more targeted questions. Like what was yeah. the time that you felt most X at school today? And it, it, we got better information. I don't know if that helps, but it, it, it does. works here. It does help. And I feel like, and there have been times I've done that. Um, <laughs> we wait till dinner. We, we, but uh, we, it's just it's it's hard to stay in the in the ha- in the right habit. Yeah. So I would do that when I was picking up Lita when she was much younger, and I decided I read somewhere that you're you should do it. And I think they said the dinner table. I can't remember where I read the dinner table, but what what we did was we would start with what was your least favorite thing that happened today, or your n- most not favorite. That's how we had to say it for Marlo because least was something she didn't understand. Yeah. So something that happened that was not your favorite thing. That was your very most not favorite thing. And then we'd all go around the table. Then it was, okay, what's your favorite thing? And then at dinnertime, it would be, what are you thankful for? And that was the final wrap up. And the whole point of that was to get talking about negative things. It was okay to talk about the negative stuff. Don't hide it. Don't try and squash Mm -hmm. it down. Don't be like, oh, you know, stoic. And so we had that ritual. And when we split up, um, I don't know if uh, the ex does it or not, but I always do it. And it's been a great way to have those conversations. It gives them time to come back from school, process whatever, but you kind of have to have a formal dinner set up, like, you know, dinner at the table yeah. or dinner yeah. in a place where you could talk. But I've done it in restaurants. I've done it. Um, we skip the thankful part usually in restaurants, unless it's quiet or whatever, or, the, you know, if the mood's right. But... um it was, it's worked really well. The other thing I was going to say is, um, I, if I don't talk at all, at all, just hi, and that's it. About 
a minute into the drive, I'll start getting stuff. They'll yeah. just want to. That talk. does not work for me. Yeah, no, no, no. I, <laughs> and that may be. I don't know if that's a boy girl difference, but um, don't know. He won't. Yeah, he'll just he'll just sit there. <laughs> I'm. I don't talk to him. He's he's not going to talk to me. <laughs> I, I think I, I I'm I want to be really careful about how I talk about this, but um, I think my oldest is going through some feels about a boy and he's going to be going to a different school than she is next year oh man and there's a whole thing oh man it's really and then but that's no good so i was teasing her or whatever but then last night she came, like i was like <laughs> I was oh, you're in love with this like, boy ah, like uh, your boyfriend's <laughs> leaving you for no no no, no. i was pulling her, her hair has a boyfriend like she has someone she likes so mm-hmm. he's not yes. my boyfriend dad but um you know, Besides, he's leaving anyway. Uh. Yeah, no. So, well, she didn't come out and say it, but that's pretty clear that was what was going on. And so I think she feels a need to act on the feelings, but she's terrified. And so last night I was kind of walking her through her options. But on, you're a pretty cool dad, man. In the front end of that, oh, thanks, I'd be like, keep that shit bottled up, bro. That's do what not I even, <laughs> don't even say anything. Don't yeah. let them know. Um, I said, you have some choices. Like you can do nothing or, but the thing, what, what happened was, is that all of it came to a head prior to me dropping her off at her piano lesson. She was like, just like, Ugh, Ugh, you know, cause there are some other circumstances that, that are leading to the boy going to another school involving academic performance and a program and all this stuff. And so anyway, she was like, you know, just super teeny, like teenager, like, Bleh, you know, awful, sullen terribleness. So, you know, of course, I'm breathing deeply and trying to remain calm and zen-like. And Marlo, let's go to the park now that our evil sister's out of the car. Um, I didn't say that. I <laughs> thought it. But um, she's not evil, but she was after the other After the other Hitler has left. Right. <laughs> right. So, so anyway, you know, we get back. After, I mean, she apologizes when, we, when she gets in the car um, for what happened earlier. And I said, it's okay. You have strong feelings and it's all right. And, you know, we can talk about it. And then I left. I just, that's it. We can talk about it if you want. Boom, done, left. So we're, I, when I do piano lessons, we go out to dinner after that. Um, that's kind of our ritual. And nice. on the way back, um, she starts talking about, she makes me drive by his house. He lives around the corner from her, which was interesting. I'm like, mm-hmm. so he's, he's like your neighbor. And I started to kind of like, well, let's go back because they were outside playing and they, she freaked out. It was hilarious. And I didn't do, I slowed down a little <laughs> bit, but I didn't like, you know, roll down the window and yell anything or I thought about pulling over me and like, Hey, do you guys know where the street is? I'm trying to find it. And, um, I decided not to do that. Um, yeah, probably a smart move on my part. I'll do that later, but not, I didn't want to do it then. So anyway, we get home and she's telling me like, what do I do? You kids want to see some embarrassing pictures of my daughter? Yeah. Well, we had that. <laughs> we had that conversation when she was a little cream. baby. Yeah. I have I have videos of both kids eating ice cream, chocolate ice cream, in the worst. Like they're b- behaving horribly and like hilariously. And I'm like, I'm going to show you prom date. These these are going on the prom date folder. <laughs> nice. Um, anyway, so I said you have three options. You can do nothing. You can try to work it so you're hanging out with them at school like if there's a way to partner for a school thing like a lab or a whatever project or something a group project you, you want to get in this group you could write a note and you could either make that an anonymous note or a you know literal 
secret admirer note. Or um, you could ask friends. And she was just like, she's kind of weighing all this out. And it was, I'm like, look, this is love. She's like, but I'm not in love with him. I just have a crush on him. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> you got to You're gonna have There's to no take difference. a risk. You're gonna have to take a chance. And I got thinking about that uh, after they went to bed, and I was like, I wonder. I think there's a part of that that works for conflict resolution as well. Like, at some point, you have to take the chance with your vulnerability and take the leap that if you express your feelings, that the other person first of all, we'll hear them. Second, they won't be Hitler about them. And third, that you can actually resolve the conflict. Yeah. Right. So anyway, if you read Brene Brown, she's all about that anyway. But, um, it was a great, it was like, I unlocked something by not talking too much. And I'm, I'm of course, as you might know, heavy talker. So, so what? Yeah. No, that's. I think you, I, that sounds like you did really great with it. Actually, I'm. I'm impressed. I'm inspired. Yeah, really. yeah. I Thanks, think man. I told you guys a couple of weeks ago that um, maybe but there's a boy in in Sierra's class who has a crush on her. Um, and I don't know if this came up. And there was a time when he wanted her to come over for a play date, and she was interested in that. But she she knew that although he wants to marry her, she had said, you know, I don't want to marry him. And so I made a joke or two about him <laughs> being her boyfriend, and she was like, No, he's not. Because I, you know, I, he's just my friend. I was like, okay, I totally get it, and I didn't mean like I felt like a shit for making a joke about it. And but so then she was going to do a play date, and she said, now nah, I don't know if I want to go to the play date. And I was like, why? And she said, well, he said he's going to try to kiss me on the play date, and I'm like, well, uh, no, he's not. Um, and so what I said to her was, look, I want you, and this was really Lauren's idea. Um, and so we said, you know, you have to tell him. Hey, I, I don't want you to kiss me on the play date. I want to just have a play date. I'm not interested in kissing anybody. And I said, you should take care of it because it's you and yourself and you are you. And so you're in charge of it. And that's what you should do. And she said, okay, I can do that. And so she told him during the day at school, Hey, I'm only doing this play date. If you promise you're not going to try to kiss me. And he said, okay, that's fine. Uh, Cause I want to have the play date too. And now at the same time, I also had mom to mom conversations going on where I was like, Hey, make sure that this mom knows that this is happening. Cause it's not <laughs> happening. Right. And Lauren was, Lauren was like, I don't have to like, Sierra's going to tell him it's going to be fine. I'm like, yeah, you gotta do it for me though. Which she did, uh, to her credit. Um, but like, uh, when we did Sierra's conference at school, the teacher, her first grade teacher, cause Sierra again is in first grade. was like, yeah, there's this boy has a total crush on her. Um, it's hilarious and ridiculous, but it's fine. And, uh, the boy really is just madly in love with her, um, which is very sweet. He also loves chickens. And so Sierra mm. said, one of the reasons, not the food chicken, by the way, but the animal chicken. Ah. Um, do they have chickens like, at their house? I don't believe that they do yet. But he's like, you mean Look. just e- like eating them whole? <laughs> no, he specifically said to Sierra, at our wedding, we can't have any chicken. And she's like, but I love Chinese food chicken, by which she means the chicken that you're supposed to use for sweet and sour sauce, but she ignores the sweet and sour sauce and just eats the chicken. Mm. Um She's like, but I love that. That's we call it, and this is true at our house. We call it Sierra's favorite chicken. He's like, well, once we're married, you can't eat chicken anymore. And I'm like, well, he's clearly controlling. <laughs> um, don't marry Hitler. him. What a little Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so yeah, little Donald and Sierra. I don't think the marriage is going to happen. Um, that was bad. a Trump joke. Oh well. Yeah, it's all right. But he hates, the, the the man loves chicken, but just won't eat it. <laughs> Because he loves the animal too much. He loves chickens. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. that's, you know, I, right. that's not inconsistent. 
No, it's not. You're kind of but, you're, you're kind of trying to portray it like it's inconsistent. However, it's actually very consistent. M- most things I love. <laughs> you eat. <laughs> Destroy and burn. <laughs> I love my car. Welcome well, to America's classiest <laughs> podcast. It's delicious. Listen, I love cars. <laughs> I love my Max. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love you guys. Nope. <laughs> I, love you too, I really do. So listen, I gotta go. Um, if you get some kerosene, you know, in the mail or whatever, just use it for the appropriate. Uh, I'm trying to figure a way how I could burn you down. You know, if I love you, like how would I cook Lex and and then eat mm. Lex? How would that happen? Mm, not mm. gonna happen. I can't eat people. I'm thinking fire pit. Mm. I can't eat mm. people though. I just love slow roasted. Much. Apple in his mouth. <laughs> uh, no, that like make it make like it. make a day out of it, you know. Right, right. I could see that, but you I know, just, it's don't, scary. don't throw him in the microwave. It's a first, you know, for me to make that leap. So, you know, cannibalism. cannibalism. Yeah. I've heard the uh-huh. cannibal community is very open and accepting, but I just, you know, still very nervous. <laughs> well, <they're laughs> there aren't that many of them because they keep eating each other. Uh, Max, you're, a, you're a walking dead watcher, aren't you? Always looking for fresh meat. I am, yes. Did, have you gotten to Terminus? Yeah, I've, I'm, I'm fully up to date. I even watch Fear the Walking Dead, which is not nearly as good. Mm-mm. But it's, yeah, still zombies. But um, yeah, right. Terminus, ouch. I'll just leave it there. That's all. That's <laughs> a reference. Mm-hmm. Don't want to spoil it for it's, most who may or may not join in. It's a person-in-person world out there. That's so yeah, saying. so far we've talked, to, we've talked about Hitler and mm-hmm. um, cannibalism. And also right. abduction. Oh, an abduction, yeah, right. Uh, right. Uh, a movie, a, a musical about abduction. Uh, basically and, a musical version of the book room. But to our credit, we also talked about how to talk to your kids about their school day. So and, I think we've all and, learned something. And cannibalism. That's right. <laughs> Next week, how to eat your child. <laughs> Recipes. <laughs> <laughs>